This is a. Uh, oh, I just swiped it away. I don't know what I did. Oh, come on! I don't have an iPhone, so I don't know. Swiping left for you. Swiping left. Tender. Hey guys, welcome to episode 13 of Get Blitz. It's 12! Shit! <laughs> I knew that! Hey guys, welcome to episode 12 of Get Blitz. After our spring hiatus, we literally did not have any shows the entire been spring. Too busy. Been too busy. You know, that happens every once in a while. But Eric, how you been? It's called life. My back is aching. My belt's too tight. We're in it. We're in a uh, brand new studio this week, so you may hear the air conditioner going on and off. I don't <laughs> it's know. It's just too hot. I don't know how it is. It's, it's very hot. hot here in the Northeast. We got, a, we got a condensed show tonight. We had to have an emergency show because of the, of the breaking news that we had out of Philadelphia. Eric, why don't we let everybody know what happened with our Philadelphia Phillies today? So, like we were talking about last week, or I'm totally making up, we thought the Phillies were going to go through some new management system it's pretty much going to come down especially in the higher higher ups but now it seems like we there is a semi vacancy at manager that is now filled by an interim manager mr rhino ryan sandberg has randomly quit left the team he resigned i mean i feel like you know with with andy mcphail which is not official yet the phillies are, are, are bringing are supposedly bringing in a new president of baseball operations it's supposed to be this following week and it's going to be andy mcphail who Spent time with the Cubs, the Orioles. I think he built the Twins when, a, they, when they won the World Series in the 90s. He's got a great track record. I mean, he, he has an okay track No Olympic record. medals. Just he has an track okay record. track record because – Well, better I mean, than the schmuckles we have now. He tore – I mean, he did not help the Cubs. He didn't help that Cubs team at all. He, yeah, he built, he built the Orioles, which, I mean, you know, he traded, he traded for Adam Jones. He was part of the Matt Weider's draft. He's a like, good, like all of those guys, all those players. core guys that the Cubs, that the uh, <laughs> Orioles have. They're good. He was, he was part of the squad there. Okay. But, I mean, I think we need to settle down about any fail. What happened, I think, with, with Sandberg is he realized they're bringing in a new management. They're bringing in new management. They're bringing in a new president. He's not going to be around. Like, I mean, if it were up to me – Sandberg would stay the entire season. Like, there's no no reason for him not to be here the rest of the year, right? But, I mean, it's not a firing, though. No, no, no. I, I know. Quit. I understand you know, that. Usually I mean, it's the scapegoat firing. Like, like obviously, the season we obviously haven't covered, like, Mike Redmond being fired with the Marlins or Bud Black being let go. You know, even though the, technically they haven't had successful seasons, those were, those were teams it's just that had, they're not their faults, but though. Those were teams that had, you know – High expectations and have not have not met them at all. Not that not that the Padres the Padres were really overrated. We probably I think we covered that or I covered that yeah, in I one agree. of our episodes where where they have no offense. They, their defense their de- outfield defense is terrible. I agree. And their pitching hasn't been as good as it should be. No. And then and then a team like the Marlins. I mean, what what do they even have other than John Carlos Stanton? I mean, they traded for Matt Latos. Well, like, nobody- I'll, I'll ask that question a couple. Nobody's but- lived up to it. But but the thing about about Sandberg is. He realized what was happening around him. Like, hey, I'm not going to be here after this year. Uh, they're bringing in the new guys already. Like, and he realizes there's, the Phillies just suck. So it's just like, why not? Why but, not move on? I mean, no, I, I understand. Is he going to go back down and coach the Lehigh? It, 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 doesn't, it doesn't help the Phillies though. Like, it does not help the Phillies organization because now they're going to have. What are they going to have an interim manager there's the rest of the helping. season? Yeah, so are what? They, they're going to do that? Or are they gonna, like is, so is Larry Bell going to be their manager? Like, what are they going to oh, do? God, getting and, him and, to manage. And even even like. Even to he doesn't that even point, want to be the bench coach. Even to that point, though, like like what the Astros did, they they tore down their entire team, and then they brought in Bo Porter to be their manager. But he was the manager with the understanding that this team's going to be terrible for 
two, three, four seasons. And then they let him and go, then before, they let him go it, before they all came up. They let him go before he like the team even got better because that's what happens with guys like this. They're just basically placeholders. That's what Ryan Sandberg was. I so agree. now what the Phillies are going to have to do is bring in another placeholder manager. Ron Gardenhire. I mean, is he a placeholder manager? No, that's a big name. Like they're, they're going to have to bring in some guy that never had a managing job. Would, you, the, would you look at like a Bud Black? Do you like him as a manager? I wouldn't for this team. There's no reason to go after a big name like that. There's no reason for them to go after. Why not a guy. establish a leadership name? Because in in four years, like in four years, when this team has lost, you know, 270 games in, in, in over over a four year span, and that manager has lost that many games, he's not going to be the manager of the team that goes to the playoffs, right? Like you're not going to let him sit sit around for the next four years winning 65 games, like. Whoever the manager is next year and the year after, because they're going to be the same guy. When they win 65 games both those years, they're not going to be there when the team wins finally 90 games. Are they? I don't know. I just like Gardner. I just I do like think a guy like Gardner or or Bud Black isn't going to be like, all right, I'll take this Philly squad who is terrible, going to yeah, be one will. of the, one of the worst teams in the league. <laughs> they want a paycheck. Yes, they will. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure either of those guys can get a paycheck from anywhere my, else. My whole argument is that the manor- managers are severely. For the most part, obviously, managers need to be good, but like they're severely overrated in baseball, for the most part, because it's I don't know, it's not their fault the team suck. Like Terry Collins is obviously get, catching a lot of crud this season, because the Mets just tank for the Mets. I understand that, but I mean the Mets. We didn't cover the Mets, but they won eleven straight or twelve straight games, and now just start, they're now two they're, games under five hundred. They're atrocious. Now. Like they're terrible. And you know Terry Collins is the one to blame. It's just like. Well, the no, he's think, not. He can't think, help. And I, I, I think, I mean, I kind of agree with you where it's not really the manager. Basically, there, the manager is basically there just to, to, to keep guys together. Like, like they make in-game decisions, but for the most part, like even like filling out lineups. And this is baseball today. It's not the Phillies because the Phillies, Phillies don't believe in this like new age baseball stuff yet. They should. They will hopefully. Yes, but. Like right now, like, do you think who do you think in Houston and the Astros are having an amazing season? They're probably going to win that division. Like I called, but like, who do you think makes the lineup every day? It's not AJ Hinch. I mean, I'm sure he he has input, but it's definitely the front office who is like, hey, this is this is the best lineup that that we could put out there today. I don't know. Maybe like, they with, do with, trust Hinch with with like with the numbers that we've crunched. These this is the best lineup that we could put out there today. So like, I agree with you where the manager's not necessarily that important but like you can't have a guy that like the players hate playing for and i feel like that kind of i mean with like, the phillies the who, phillies this month have had a terrible month you know they, they went on an eight game eight game road trip where they lost every, every single every game single game and i mean but who is really a hated manager in baseball can you really look at any manager any manager and really say well this team really freaking hates them like Oh, this person, you know, really, really sucks. I'm literally trying to think of ever like, you go by division, you go by team. And it's not like there's a manager that sticks out that someone hates. I mean, right now, thinking off the top of my head, I can't think of one. I, I wouldn't want to. But play that's what for I'm trying to like say. John Farrell, I wouldn't want to play for a guy like Bo Porter. Let's I, not even touch Boston. Well, Bo Porter's not even in the league right now. I, I know. I'm. I'm Let's just not even off touch top of my head. Let's not even touch Boston. I wouldn't want to play They're for a, a guy right. like like Ryan Sandberg. Even like I, a guy in Miami. Dan Jennings. Dan Jennings. <laughs> but Matt Williams. I but don't yet know again, I want to play for Dan him. Dan Jennings doesn't count. Matt Williams. A guy like Matt Williams in Washington, he has probably, I mean, Washington Nationals, had they were supposed to be the best team in, in the National League East. 
they're probably going to win the division. They have the best. They probably have the National League MVP, right, it, with Bryce Harper. Like, Bryce Harper's had a phenomenal season so far. We haven't really been able to talk about it because we haven't podcasted in two and a half I mean, months. which is but, true. And but, like, he has to be leading the National League, and he's probably the MVP, right? Like, he's leading the National League in most offensive categories. I don't know. I wouldn't necessarily give him MVP, but I'm also not going to give him as much crud as I usually do because he is putting up phenomenal numbers, you know, and just compare them to Stan. And this is the extent of research we're doing. It's just going on baseball reference right now on my phone. Um, you know, right now he's batting 340 in, in almost 70 games, 24 home runs and 58 RBIs. That is and, ridiculous and for a 22-year-old. And you're going with Stanton, who's batting 275 with 27 home runs and 67 RBIs on an awful in a couple team, more games. On a terrible team. I, I I get that they're a terrible team, but that's not his fault that. Like the Nationals, the Nationals are going to win the division. So I, I take the division winner in uh in Harper. I'll tell you what, though. They have they have very similar numbers. Harper has way better batting average. The Nationals are in a bad spot from what they are, though. They're not going to win much. Jason Worth forgets how to play baseball. He's hurt. He's Zimmer, hurt. Ryan he's Zimmerman. Out until, he's out until is, I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't play the rest of the year. Neither would I. Zimmerman, Zimmerman's hurt, too. And then they lost Rendon today. And Desmond forgot. Oh, did they really? What he's happened to him? The, back on the DL today. Of course he is. I don't care. Who cares? Sure we got a break false game. information. False information not. Uh, Anthony Rendon's been injured basically the entire season. And so, Ian so Desmond's Bryce a Harper, terrible hitting shorts. Bryce Harper's basically had to carry this entire, this entire team. I mean, yeah, they're built around pitching, but like... And they, they probably have, honestly, the National League Cy Young and Max Scherzer. I, I kind of have to agree because Clayton Kershaw is not necessarily tearing it up right now. I mean, there's guys there's guys out there. I mean, the guys in Pittsburgh, both Garrett Cole and A.J. Burnett is having a bounce-back season. Like, I, I, I feel like him and Garrett Cole are both having actually is having a good almost, season. Almost, I don't want to say right behind Scherzer because Scherzer is just, he has like a 1-6 ERA. It's just, crazy. Just pitched a one hitter and then a, and then well, a perfect game until the nine. Yeah, and then a, and then a no hitter. So he gave up. He gave up one hit in a, in two games. Like that is, he's he's definitely a Cy Young winner right now. As of right now, I, I have to totally agree. I don't know. It's a, definitely an interesting time in baseball right now. There's, I don't know. There there's just been a lot that's went on. A lot of you know predictions. You have you have the Astros who are a top team who they've they've essentially started the. Tra- oh no, I'd say the Cubs started the train, but. Right now, it is just young baseball. Lots of young guys coming up. Bryce Harper. I love it. You got Joey this is, Gallo. This is good for baseball. You got Chris Bryant all coming up. You got... Even Michael Franco because... Franco with the Phillies. Who I mean, is now in the running to be the NL Rookie of the Year because he had a hot June. You have to say he's in the running because he has as many home runs as Chris Bryant. I think Bryant. I think Bryant... We'll probably win. Jock Peterson's having a great year in he LA. He is popping out he, homers. He's like, hitting 450 like foot home runs like every week. Just ask the he, Dodger film. He's guy. like well, I don't know, <laughs> like 18 or 19 home runs this year so far. It's crazy. But he's also batting 260. Where like Michael Franco has like a 310, a 310 average and 10 home runs yeah. in 100 less at bats. Yeah, he had a two I game mean, sprint sure, where he drove okay. him what 10 or 11 it's runs. A, it's a small, it's a small sample size. Yes, but he simplifies theater. He could be. I really want him to be on the all-star team, but I don't think he's going to make it because the National League, National League third baseman is just so stacked with Bryant, yeah. Matt Carpenter, with St. Louis. You have all guys that I'm not Definitely Chris Bryant's definitely going definitely gonna to win that. During our hiatus, Eric and I Thank you. went to um, 
went to A-Rod's 3,000th game. It was Eric's first time at Yankee Stadium. It was. What were your thoughts, before we get into the A-Rod thing, what were your thoughts on Yankee Stadium in general? It is a gorgeous coliseum from the outside. It is extremely far from Penn Station. You know, we had an interesting experience. Where it's an, we, I mean, it's a nice 30-minute subway ride. It's, um, it's in the middle of the Bronx. I don't know. So, at first yeah. looks, you do get that oh, impression. Then we get inside, and I'm a, you know, I guess I'm pretty spoiled with Citizens Bank Park in Philadelphia because no matter where you go, it is a gorgeous view to watch a ball game. There's not a bad seat at Citizens Bank Park, I don't think. And walking into, you know, this security-filled Yankee Stadium, metal detectors. There's metal detectors at every, to be fair, there's metal detectors at every. I'm over-exaggerating for a reason. You know, you go up the steps, you go in, and it looks like you are in a storage shed. It looks like you walk in and you cannot see the field whatsoever. It's not, it's not aesthetically pleasing. I don't know if you've been to a lot of hockey rinks, but a lot of hockey rinks, it's you, you're literally just tunneled around, you know, old baseball style, old veteran stadium style to where you see nothing. You can't see the field. You can't really see most of the field from anywhere on the concourse. Uh, Unless lo- you're behind home plate. A lot of the concourse is, I mean, in the outfield especially, and I guess, you know, that's th- it's designed that way, of course, is you have to go to your seats to actually see the field, where at a place like Citizens Bank Park or PNC Park. You could or walk anywhere and it's any, like, like It's open. It's, the concourse is open where if you're walking to get food, you it's can a, still see the ball. That is a better baseball experience. So initially, I, I mean, I'm still a little let down on the allure of Yankee Stadium. You know, some people love it, praise it, but like just seeing like where we where we were standing in the outfield for a Rod's hit, that is a nice catch by I don't know who. Mike Baxter. Mike Baxter. That's a bad one. Um, you know, I was not that impressed with the Yankee Stadium. I was a little disappointed, and there's a lot of seats that are just like, why is this built like that? This was the first time that I sat at Yankee Stadium in the upper. We were in the upper. Oh right. yeah, upper was, deck. We were bleeding. 400, 400, 403. What are you, 403, 403 in right field, row three, row four. I don't even remember. It was the first time I ever sat in that upper deck. I'd been there and sat in the bleachers before. Awful, awful sight lines in the bleachers. Of course. I don't know. I didn't mind it. I wasn't that bad. Mother. And then up, up in the four hundreds in right field. Uh, I mean, you get a you get a nice view a nice of home view. plate and, and the pitchers mound. You can't mound, see a damn thing on a scoreboard. You can't see right field, and the scoreboard's hard to see. And it honestly is really far away. Really, really far. It, away. It's not. I don't Whereas think it like was a terrible. Place, a place like like I went to PNC Park in the last month. A place like PNC Park, the furthest the furthest any seat is from home plate is eighty eight feet, or from the playing field is eighty eight feet, okay. which is crazy if you think about it. Like. A, yeah. 30, a thirty-six thousand seat stadium, and the furthest spot in the whole stadium is eighty-eight feet from the field. That's crazy. But I feel like at Yankee Stadium, you're hundreds of feet away. I got to agree. Whether and it be up in the air or even back, like it was just and just even just a couple months ago, uh, you know, I was in Baltimore. I went to Baltimore for the first time, and you were just you just recently had a road trip as well. You know, Baltimore is kind of the same thing. I was up high because it was like a student section it was severely discounted night or whatever. But it was still a gorgeous view. It's a it's a great it's a great view. Baltimore is another great stadium. So, I, and, and, ah. but the thing is, all of these like you know PNC Park, Oriole Park, Citizens Bank Park, they're all considered baseball, like ballparks. Whereas Yankee Stadium is built for you know fifty seven or whatever it is fifty eight thousand people. It's a stadium 
where like you go there to watch, you know, your team do great things or whatever. The team's battle where, in the Coliseum. Where like where like at a place like, you know, PNC Park or, or Philadelphia. But like Citizens Bank Park is you, built you're, you're for, there for fans. Not really or it's for built I mean for I don't want to say you're not there for the game, but like the whole it's a different whole, experience. Yeah, the whole experience I don't know. around the game is the allure different. of Yankee Stadium just wasn't what I thought it would be. I mean I was a little disappointed, but hey, I've been there now. I know what to expect if I ever go back type next, of thing. Next place you gotta go is City Field. I want to go. City, we'll go whenever, to City Field. The Mets are home again. We'll go. They're home. Look, I don't know. Let me ask you this. You know, obviously since we're on the A Rod Yankee topic, were you disappointed with their celebration? Do you think they should have done more? Do you think it was too quick? What's your quick thoughts on that? Okay, so quick thoughts about the A Rod thing. We got there. We didn't get to our seats in time for the home run, dude. Because, we were cutting it close. We were because like I didn't even want to be on my seat yet. Because like you know, our trip over. It's it's not easy to get to from Jersey, which is where we, we're located right yeah. now. So it's not an easy trip. Trains ran late. The lines to get into the stadium were long. And then you can't see the field until you get to a certain part. So, like, we're standing in right field. Bottom of the first we Bottom of the first. Right bottom of the first we get to our standing room only spot. I think we're just one like, out. I think there was one out. We're just like, we're just going to stand in this spot until A-Rod comes up. Hopefully, my thing is, hopefully he doesn't get it until we get to our seats because <laughs> I want to be comfortable when this happens. First pitch he sees, he hits a home run in the right field. And we weren't too far off from where he hit it, though. I mean, he, we we were, we we were. I mean, we weren't, but we were. And and he rounds the bases. I expected the team come out to the to the plate. I expected whatever. there to be a little bit more of and a standstill in the game. Like, there was there wasn't much of a standstill they, where they all came to the top step of the dugout. You know, high five, clap, hugged whatever. But Tashara, like text gave him a hug. They showed a couple quick replays. They, they did had, the banners around or the the LED lights around. They saying, had a little thing on the scoreboard know, that said "Congratulations, hits. Alex." You know, they did one 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 quick graphic that said 3,000 hits." Everything like that. Showed a couple replays, and that was it. That you was know, it. ESPN even back wrote up. up some articles. Were like, "Oh, glorious celebration!" I'm like, "Were you there?" You know, I was a little disappointed with it. I know it was controversial, but his 3,000th hit wasn't isn't a milestone for them. Like. It's no contract incentive. It's nothing. I mean, it's that's why he could have been celebrated. I get, I get is, that they dislike him. It, 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 it is, but it, it is a huge thing. I think it's a big thing for a guy. He's only the second player in the history of baseball, you know, performance enhancing drugs or not. He's the third guy in the history of baseball to have six hundred home runs and three thousand hits. Like that's that's a big thing, and it's a big thing for a franchise to like kind of ignore it, where you know it. They don't. They don't now, think anything he does is actually, like, like legit or something. I don't want to say they ignored it because they didn't ignore it. It's just they, they should have gave it a little bit more glory. What's he, the twenty seventh or twenty ninth guy in history? Twenty ninth to hit three thousand. But he's third ever for six hundred home runs. Yeah, three thousand hits. I don't care if he did it with you know with whatever with juice. with with a corked bat or with anything like with a metal bat like whatever PEDs. The guy, the guy's legit. He's, he's a Hall of Famer. It's not going to make it to the Hall of Fame. We shall see about that. No beer tonight because uh, in our hiatus, I went to like five different places. Eighty-seven to get days I went, straight of baseball. I went, I went to a bunch of places for baseball. Went to a different, a bunch of different breweries for beers. So, like, honestly, if you want, if you want some summer beer recommendations, I definitely give them to you. Like. My favorite right now is Sly Fox SRT Ale. Eric, have you ever had it? I don't know what that means. SRT Ale from Sly Fox is really good. Um, I've been drinking uh, 21st Amendment, their Session IPA. 
That's been a great summer beer. I actually took a picture of that and posted it on Instagram. I saw it. When I was in Pittsburgh, I went to Pittsburgh uh, to see the Phillies. I went to see the Phillies on a road trip. I went to see the Phillies at PNC Park. Mind you, this was like a two-week road trip. It was a road it trip. Was, it was it was five days. I took a week off of work and went to seven games in eight days. <laughs> <laughs> And then some of them, Trenton Thunder game. You had went up. to a Trenton Thunder game where Aaron Judge hit a bomb. Oh, but, our uh, dude! By the way, so we get Aaron Judge. I he's going to be the next Stanton. He should he should be in the majors right this now. This dude is a linebacker. He should be playing. He should be playing right field for the Yankees since they're since the Yankees are somehow as you predicted are somehow in this AL East race. I guess it's not really a surprise because <laughs> the AL East is terrible. That's a good discussion. What What do you think? Like. It's a damn joke. Like all of all of the divisions in baseball, except for the NL Central, are terrible, right? Like they're all bad. I can't disagree. I mean, the National League East, you have the Nationals, who are, are probably going to run away at the division. The Mets hung in there for a while. Even the Braves are really close to five hundred, but the Phillies and the Marlins are terrible. They're yes. just bad. Yes. And in the, the American League East, you have the same the same kind of thing. It's actually not the same as the National League East, where. There's actually four teams that are, like, battling for the top spot because the Yankees, Orioles, Rays, and Blue Jays. The Blue Jays have been on a tear this month. The Orioles have been really good this they month. They have an early candidate for a freaking MVP, though, in the AL. Josh Donaldson is one of the hottest hitters of baseball right now, too. I mean, yeah, Josh Donaldson. I mean, he's having... showing up Encarnacion. He's showing up Joey Bats. Encarnacion has, has a hurt. He's Talk hurt about and, another random shoulder. trade from Oakland that's not paying off. He's got a hurt in shoulder, so... so. That division, I mean, the Red Sox are, are out of it. They're, like, the worst team in the American League right now. And then the American League Central, you have the Royals, who are Royals who I didn't think were going to be able to do this, but are kind of running away with the division. The Twins, who are in second, and then the Tigers, who are just getting old. Oh, yeah, who the hell are the Twins? The what Twins, are they doing? all of a sudden, in second place. I mean, Torrey Hunter. Torrey Mike Pelfrey is, like, killing it for them. It's crazy. The thing is, the thing is their stats... Like their pitching stats, fielding stats, and hitting stats are near the bottom of the league, so they're probably <laughs> and they're still they're yeah, probably going to come down at some point. So honestly, the Royals are probably going to run away at that division. And then in the West, you have the Astros, who have had the best have had the best division. I mean, the best uh, record in in the American League and in baseball at in, one in point. Baseball at one point, and you not, and you 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 know you la- you smirked when I mentioned that they're going to be a top the team. I didn't think it was this you know in our last year episode. for them. I think I always thought next year was the year, but they're going to make the playoffs this year. They're they're probably going to win that division because the rest of that division is has nothing. the The Rangers have been playing over their heads because they have they have no starting pitching because uh, well, Darvish is out. Holland's probably done. They have they literally they have Chichi Gonzalez and a bunch of guys that I've never heard of pitching, and then we're not doing bad. And I mean, no, they're going to come back to earth. This is my thing. Like small sample size for Chichi Gonzalez to have the the run he's had, which isn't even that impressive. And then you have the Angels, who who I mean, they have they still have the best player in the American League with Mike Trout. Yes, have to continue saying that. Yes, even if Do he's you not continue saying that. He's batting he's batting like two seventy, so his batting average is falling off. But everything else is still the same. It's Mike Trout. Still the best player in the American League, and Mike Trout. And Pujols, Pujols is having it's Pujols again. You know how exciting like, that is for baseball. As right good now? as like he's having his best season since two thousand nine. I'm excited like, for that. He's he's like that team's really good. They they have no pitching, and this has been a team. Speaking of old news. That has been struck with, you know, Josh Hamilton. By the way, he's now back on the, the Texas Rangers. Josh Hamilton back with the Rangers. 
who is now injured hurt again. <laughs> um, you know, yeah. that was a big hit for them because they, they really wanted him to come back. Well, no, they didn't really want him, but they didn't want him back at all, you know, but they wanted his offense back. And that was the thing. They if he was performing. They'd take him back. Sure. Yeah, welcome to baseball. A rod, you know, and the Yankees who now totally accept him because he's their best hitter, essentially, except to share and know. then you have a team like like Oakland who's done like they're out of it. So there's your AL West, and then in the National League you have the West. The National League West is going to have the Giants and the Dodgers battling it out. The Dodgers are probably going to run not run away, but they're probably going to pull ahead at some point, right? Like, I don't know. The big like, thing this that's is a, hurting this is them an though. odd season, so the Giants aren't going to aren't going to make it's it. Just true. The big thing that's been hurting the Dodgers is that. They're not getting run support for especially like Zach Greinke who's having a really good or season. Clayton Kershaw. But Kershaw's or not Clayton even pitching Kershaw. his best year. Uh, he, he had a run of five starts where he had really. I he mean, was like it's three tough. and one it's of five when starts. The, when the guy wins National League Cy Young and MVP, three or four. the next year, <laughs> like the next season, is not going. He's not going to have as good a season as he had last year, he right? Said, but for four years, and then the rest of that division's awful. You have the Padres who's terrible, Rockies and and Di- the Diamondbacks are hanging in there. They're just not they're not going to make it. There's no one on and that team. And then you have the National League East, which we may have talked about already and we kind of touched on it where the Na- the Nationals going to run away with it. Everybody else is hung in there and Philly suck. And then in the Central, the National League Central is stacked. You have the best team in baseball with the, with the Cardinals who were just like the Cardinals. They somehow they made a terrible trade in the offseason where they got Jason Hayward for uh Is it Miller? Yeah, they got Shelby Jason Hayward Miller. for Shelby Miller, who, I mean, that's a team who lost Wainwright. They lost their best pitcher. Again. And, and Shelby Miller is having a great year. They could really use him. They're still the best team in the National League. They're still the best team in baseball. And then you have the Cubs. And who, Lance Lynn's on the DL. Yeah, they're they're missing a lot of pitchers, but they have a lot of guys who just step in there. This is what the, the Cardinals do every year. You know, and they're and they're hacking other teams though. So yeah, FBI hacking with the with the Astros, whatever the hell that's about. I don't know what they could possibly get, but I can say if they're hacking into like their you know the well, farm Jeff, systems the, and stuff like that. Jeff Lunau was their uh, assistant GM or something, and now he's the general manager of of the Astros, and they probably just like you know wanted to keep spying on them or whatever. And then you have the Pirates who they went on this run against the Phillies where they just pretty much turned their season around. And and they're ten games over five hundred. So like right now, if the playoffs started today, there'd be two National League Central teams in the wild card game. It's a weird time. So of it's a stacked division. And then you have Cincinnati, who they're going to have to sell, but they're not going to do it until after the All Star game, since it's in Cincinnati this year. And speaking of one of the rumors that, especially the last couple weeks, was you know some trades. You know, one of the biggest names you would think that the Reds would sell would be who? Roll this Chapman. Damn it! I was hoping you'd say Johnny Cueto. One of, but one of the biggest names has been talking about through the Nationals was Chapman going to the Nationals. That is crazy. Well, they have Drew Storm closing games, and they don't really want him to close. No, they games. want him in the eighth inning. Yeah, he's an eighth inning guy. So you bring now Chapman back, and essentially you have one of the top closers in baseball now. I've heard with Nationals, one of the best, maybe even Mets, in baseball. but the Mets need offense. The Mets don't need a pitcher. They need everything. They the, they need every basically every position. David Wright is a useless player anymore. He's, he's done. He's injured. He's, he's got done. that. He's got the same injury as David Wilson, the Giants running back. Is he's done. David Wilson had that spinal stenosis. I don't know if you're making that. No spinal stenosis. No, that's what it's called. I know it's a medical term. So you know whatever. I mean, David Wright's hurt again. Wear the spine right now. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean they have a guy like Joey Votto, Jay Bruce, who's kind of turned around. Maybe they can sell him. <laughs> 
Todd Frazier. Do you do you trade Todd Frazier? Todd Frazier. I mean, I love Todd Father too. If I was him, I'd want to leave. <laughs> but that's a, that's your argument is he's he's not going to be on the next Reds playoff team. Like the Reds are pretty much. And Brandon Phillips says the lore is gone to me. He's not good anyway. I know you're not a fan of him, but that's what I'm saying. He, I mean, boy, they have he Billy Hamilton, top... who they'll, they'll have for... Oh, hold on. By the way, speaking of busts this year, who do you think I'm going to mention as a second baseman? Chase Utley. In Seattle. In the Robinson League. Cano. What Whoa. a bust. Seattle, everyone's picking them to make the World Series, and they're they're done. With who? Felix Hernandez over his last... What, no, I'm three saying three or four starts has been god awful. Our last episode, which came ten ten days before opening day, yeah. everyone was picking well, the Mariners for the just World Series. Nelson Cruz, they have you know one of the top hitters in baseball at that point. You know, obviously still have Felix Hernandez, but the thing is, Iwakuma's hurt. He was, you know, he's back now. Oh, is he that just true? pitched. Yes, oh. you know, he just pitched. But you know, they're they're looking at their you know like a Taiwan Walker type of thing. They just they have not lived up to what they should do. Cano can't remember how to hit. Nelson Cruz is in a huge cold streak. When he started off the season, being he was on pace to hit 60, 70 home runs at one point. Um, they're it all just, fell off. What? It all fell off. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, they just have a bad GM. Welcome to the Philly. Jack Z. Jack Z has gotten opportunity after Jay-Z's opportunity to, uh, to rebuild that team and all right, guys, we'll be back next week. No, we won't. Probably. I want to start podcasting every week again. We'll try. Eric, where can we find you on social media? I don't social media anymore. Eric doesn't do social media anymore. You can follow me on Twitter, Corey Zero Smith, C-O-R-E-Y Zero Smith. You can follow the podcast Twitter account, which has been uh, it's been on hiatus with us, except for a couple of rogue tweets. Where, has anyone tweeted us? Where I would say, uh, does anybody miss us and got no response from that tweet. So that's why I, I tweeted, hey, did you know I tweeted, does anybody miss the podcast in like April and no one responded? I'm going to look right now, though. Was it April? We got 39 followers. We got one retweet. Is that from you? That was me. That was Corey Smith retweeting that. Nobody responded. Oh, I'm looking at our thing right now. Apparently, you tweeted at or you you followed Septa Philly. I did, and, and they Septa followed Philly me back. Didn't follow back. I said, I said, why no follow back? And then they followed me back. So you leave it up? It's not good. You're supposed to delete tweets like that? Yeah. I don't care. Oh man, so much to learn about Twitter. All right, guys, that's it for this podcast. Mostly Phillies podcast. Do a catch up on the baseball season. I don't know. This was very casual. We caught up with a lot of things. We talked a lot of things. Went a little bit longer than I wanted to. Hey guys, we'll be back with more Get Blitz next week. Go Phillies.